0: Test one,
1: test
0: one, test two, test two. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Tudo and Joe show brought to you by series109.com. I'm one of your hosts this evening. My name is Andrew Valletudo. To my left, I have my co-host and partner in crime, Mr. Joseph Dorian. What up, bruh? What's going on, homeboy? Nothing. What's going on? How's life? Life's good, man. Got a new show I'm gonna hopefully start watching tonight and tomorrow.
1: Oh shit! Breaking news Yo, on the air. I didn't know insane. about this. We didn't even talk about it. What you
0: got? Tom Hardy's Taboo. That's tonight. I think it's tonight or tomorrow. I'm not sure, but I got that shit recorded. But okay. I'm definitely gonna go into that.
1: Show. Nah, we said we were in on that. I didn't yeah. know it started tonight. Okay. Yeah, it's, um, I'm, good to know.
0: I'm going in on Taboo, and there's one called Six, and it's gonna be Six is gonna be on the History Channel. It's about SEAL Team Six, like not about like the takedown of Osama bin Laden, but like just their exports all over the world. Yeah, looks dope. Knock knock. Who's there?
1: Finish Westworld.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, bro. I'll, I'll get to it. Don't you worry. Yeah, no.
1: I wanna, I wanna get in on taboo. I also we're gonna talk about the Globes tonight, and when we when we talked about it last week, we did like a little preview. We we, we talked about the best drama nominees for a TV show. And we lined them all up, and I said I had watched everyone except for the Crown.
0: <laughs> now you got them. Now watch I have it. to watch the Crown. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I'm in on the Crown now. I, I feel like I have to give it a try.
0: How many seasons? is it? No, I think
1: it just started. I think it's the
0: first one. First one? Okay, then I think yeah, we should probably be able to catch up on that.
1: Absolutely, it's Netflix, so you just you run oh, right through it. Yeah, yeah, we'll do
0: it. Then we'll do a spotlight on it, maybe. Yeah. Sweet. So we got some a lot of good stuff for you guys today. We got you know a lot of stuff going on in football, some soccer as usual. We got some MLB to talk about. Some crazy stories over in Germany. We're going to go over some of the Golden Globes. And at the very end, I got a little life hacks segment on the show, Joe. So before I move on to anything else, I'm going to kick it back to Joe. We'll talk about some NFL. So, Joe, a lot of crazy stuff happened this weekend, man.
1: Yeah, wild card weekend this weekend. So that's in the book. So we had not any close games, really, <laughs> which is unfortunate for everyone who was trying to watch football. We'll go I'm trying to figure out which order we want to go in. We'll just go in this order. So we'll get the worst one out of the way first. We're not gonna to spend too much time on this one. Uh Houston beat Oakland. They advanced to play the Patriots.
0: That was a that was a big beating.
1: Yeah, I mean that was actually that might have been one of the closest margins of the day, even though I think it was double digits still. So yeah, Houston Houston took care of business against Connor Cook making his first career start. How did he do? Not good, Andrew. Not good. <laughs> I don't have his stat line, but you can trust me when I say he was oh, he was bad. <laughs> now that was actually I, I'm licking my wounds a little bit from my from my one in three week with the with my picks. <laughs> this was the only one I won and I just basically went into it saying I'm I'm not gonna uh not gonna gamble on a, a guy making his first career NFL start, which worked out pretty well for yeah, me you on the road exactly in the playoffs too. against a solid Houston defense. And they played they played pretty well. We're not gonna spend a ton of time on this. This was I've heard this reference like a few times, so I'm not gonna not gonna pretend like it's an original thought here, but this was basically like when you have that those two teams play like the NCAA tournament play in game. And it's like they just play to decide who's going to get the shit kicked out of them by Kentucky in the, in the next yeah, round. Yeah,
0: yeah, like the 1 versus 16.
1: Yeah, so Houston has earned the right to get the shit beat out of them by the Patriots in the divisional round. This spread is 15 and a half points.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: Since the beginning of the Super Bowl era, 66, there's only been five playoff games with 15 point favorites. Those favorites are 4 and 1 straight up. The only loss in that in that five-game sample size, you might have heard of this one. This is in Super Bowl three, when Joe Namath guaranteed victory yeah. against the Baltimore Colts led him to a, a 19-7 win. So, yeah, I mean, not much to talk about here. Houston most likely is going to get blasted unless something crazy happens. I'm not fooled into thinking that Brock Osweiler is anything that we haven't seen from him all year. He's still not very good. Shout out to Jadavian Clowney because he played like a fucking animal yesterday, and I'm really excited for for next year for Houston if they you know depending on what they do with their quarterback situation. But just the just the thought of you know what we thought we were going to get this year and then didn't really now that Clowney's got some games under his belt, him playing alongside J.J. Watt is going to be it's going to be real fun next He's year. He's
0: the first round pick, right? He
1: was first overall. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be fun next year. Like I said, I don't know, I don't know what they're going to do with their quarterback situation. But congrats, you won a playoff game, you know? Good for you. So moving on, we got uh, Seattle took care of business against Detroit. Nothing too crazy going on in this one, except for Paul Richardson, who made catch of the year candidate on the touchdown grab he hauled in. Rawls had a great game, put up 161. The, The game, and I guess I'll throw this out there. I don't know if I'm gambling on Houston, New England, on a 15 point spread because generally i don't like to lay that many points but i also can see the patriots beating them by 30 so like i don't know which way you want to go general my general rule is like don't lay that many points ever if you have to pick a game probably going to be a stay away but if i have to pick it i'm going to say houston getting 15 that a half. Yeah. maybe their defense is good enough to keep it close who knows but yeah back to seattle so rawls richardson had uh, had had some good games Really looking forward to next week, though, against uh, their game against Atlanta. This is a rematch of one of the best games we saw all year during the regular season. If you remember, Seattle squeaked it out. Controversial play at the end involving Julio Jones and a pass interference call. Atlanta's going to be able to put up points, I think, on Seattle in spite of, you know, Seattle's still got a lot of big names on the defense. Atlanta's offense is just so good, though, and I I think they're going to, you know, Playing at home, I don't. I don't see them putting up ten points. I don't. Think, I don't see a huge Seahawks defensive game where they where they go on the road and shut them down. Seahawks not the same team on the road as we know. Right now, this spread is at four and a half. I kind of want to wait to see if it moves a little bit. I like Atlanta if this goes down to like three and a half. Maybe you buy the hook. But I I, I kind of like Seattle at four and a half. So I'm torn here. You know, Atlanta does have some guys, Like I, the key to the game is going to be if, if a couple guys on Atlanta like Vic Beasley can make some plays defensively, if they can steal some possessions away and put up points like we know they can. I, I like Atlanta here, but Seattle, the, the only reason I'm leaning towards Seattle is because I feel like I need to stick with them, being that they were my pick to make the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year.
0: Whoever, so kinda, whoever wins this game plays Dallas, right?
1: Well, no, Dallas has to play Green Bay.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Whoever wins this game plays the winner of Dallas. Correct.
1: Virginia. Yep. It's the final four in each conference. Sweet. So yeah, as it stands right now at four and a half, I ca- I'm leaning towards Seattle, but I do you know depending on if this line shifts, like if the line shifts down to like three and a half, that's when I'm looking more towards Atlanta. I think. But this is going to be this is going to be a really good game. A lot of few good games this week. All really all of them good games to make up for the. The shit we, <laughs> <laughs> the shit show, and wildcard weekend. That brings us to Miami and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh took care of business again. It's you know home teams just. To good business thought, this week. I
0: thought this would be a lot closer than it was.
1: Yeah, I liked Miami to, to keep it close, but the one thing that they needed to do in order to do that, they didn't do, and J.J. really couldn't get anything going. He averaged about two yards a carry, and that's not going to get it done if you're in Miami and you you have to rely on Matt Moore or whoever's quarterbacking to, to score points for you. That's not that's not the formula for Miami to, to play competitively. Speaking of Matt Moore, he got... His head fucking ripped yeah, off. Yeah, dude, I saw that. And that was uh, only was out for one play, so... <laughs> it seems so like, much for a concussion
0: protocol. <laughs> seems like someone
1: dropped the ball there. Maybe some some kinks still need to be worked out with this on-the-fly, in-game concussion <laughs> protocol stuff, for sure. Horrible, Pretty horrible job by the NFL there. It was a textbook game, though, that you wanted to see out of your team if you're the Steelers, with Brown and Bell playing just... Phenomenal. Roethlisberger only threw 18 passes in the game. Roethlisberger's been quietly, or depending on how close you're paying attention, not so quietly shaky uh, down the stretch. He was 13 for 18, 197, two touchdowns, two picks in this game. They didn't ask him to do too much, and that's what they're going to need to do against the Chiefs, I think. I don't know if I trust Ben right now. I mean, it's not all his fault. The guy was in a walking... He just got out... We're recording this on a Monday. He, like, just got out of a walking boot today. So he's obviously not 100%. But the key to beating Kansas City is to hold on to the ball. One of the best teams in the league, if not the best, at, at, you know, causing turnovers and taking the ball away on defense. They're not great at stopping the run, though. So if if Le'Veon Bell plays the same way he did against Miami... That's going to be the key for, for the Steelers to steal one on the road. As far as the Chiefs go, their formula is going to be kind of similar. You know, limit mistakes. Do the same thing you've been doing with Alex Smith for years, which is not asking him to do too much. Create turnovers on defense. Take care of the ball on offense. This is going to be a fun one. I kind of like Kansas City in this game. Who's home? Kansas City. Kansas City? Okay. They're laying two and a half points right now, so you got a home team that's laying less than... A field goal. <laughs> yeah, I was and, that that make any sense. And you know, people always talk about Andy Reid's uh, success off a buy. Kansas City's off a buy in this situation, so I really like the Chiefs in this spot, laying only two and a half. I don't but, completely trust Roethlisberger.
0: But what's the what's the what's the logic behind being only like two and a half?
1: Pittsburgh's a little bit better, probably.
0: No, but I'm saying, like, what does what? Why would you do two and a half? That's just it's less than a field goal. Either you're going to win the game and cover the spread, or you're not.
1: Yeah, well, that's the that's how they make the lines. That's a lot of weird.
0: I'm just saying it's kind of weird. That's yeah,
1: weird. well, sometimes that you know it's all about getting equal action on both sides. So if they put it to three even, maybe they think there'd be too much action on a uh, on Pittsburgh in that situation. So
0: essentially, yeah, you got to win by less than a field. Uh, Basically,
1: if they think that because. Home field advantage is worth three points. So, what they're saying is they think the Steelers are this much better than the Chiefs. That's why, even with the Chiefs at home, they're only laying two and a oh, half. Oh, yeah.
0: No, no. I, I get the idea of someone being up a certain number of points. It's just I don't really see why they use that number for a spread if it's basically you have to win by a field goal. Like, that's that's it. It's just a weird number. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, like I said, I mean, they do half points. it's Two and a half, I mean, it, it's... It's not, you're not crazy. You're not, you're okay. not wrong. <laughs> I was just say saying, it's, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, sometimes what they'll do is, you know, they'll make it minus three, but you'll, the, the, the big will be a little higher. Maybe it's like, you know, minus 120 or something like that. There's a lot of ways they play around and, you know, manipulate these numbers, but uh, yeah, that's where it is right now, two and a half, and I like Kansas City at home. That's going to bring us to the Giants and the Packers. So we'll spend like a little bit more time <laughs> on this one. And I'm just going to go through my thoughts here. So, basically, the Giants lost because their receivers spent some time on a boat. (laughs) I'm just fucking around. I don't want anyone to go for my head here. That's not true. But the boat had no effect on anything.
0: But, yeah, that's what everyone thinks, so that's the problem. It's it's a dumb thing.
1: I had a little back and forth with uh, a gentleman named Greg Rosenthal, who writes for NFL.com. I had a little back and forth with him on Twitter. Very quick exchange. Because he sent a tweet, and he was like, You know, Troy Aikman or Joe Buck, I forget who it was, made a comment about, like...
0: Was it a dumb comment? "Uh, Well, it
1: depends on your interpretation of it, I guess. Well,
0: because if it was a dumb comment, it was Joe Buck. You think it was Joe Buck, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, at some point, one of them, you know, the the boat thing got brought up a couple times. And and someone said, like, you know, uh, one of them made a comment along the lines of, like, you know people are going to be bringing this up, you know, whether you like it or not, people are going to be bringing this up. So the guy sent out a tweet, he was like, if you don't want people to bring it up, then stop bringing it up. Basically insinuating that, like, no one was going to bring it up, but you keep bringing it up, which I wholeheartedly disagree with. And yeah, I, 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 agree.
0: I disagree with that too.
1: I called him out on it, and I'm not the only one that did, quite a few people did, but I was like, dude, people were bringing this up, it's not their fault, but I, like, I'm the last person who's going to jump on this shit and defend Joe Buck. But people, it was going to be brought up whether they were saying anything about it or not. Yeah. So I just thought that was, I just thought that was strange. And He came back, I mean, he was like, well, they, you know, the announcers set the tone for the game. If they don't want anyone bringing it up, then they shouldn't either. I just feel like that's bogus. I mean, people were going to talk about it. It doesn't matter how many times they brought it up, if it was zero times or a hundred times. The Giants losing this game and Beckham kind of no-showing and... The, the receivers, you know, Eli didn't play half bad in this game, especially no. in the first half. He was slaying the ball and there was there was quite a few drops. Beckham didn't show up. You know, there was a lot of drops. There was a lot of drops. Beckham had a couple plays that, you know, don't get me wrong, they wouldn't have been the easiest catches in the world, but if you're the if you're the best receiver on the planet, which a lot of people think he is, they they're balls you need to come down with.
0: Yeah, there's a reason why you're gonna be considered the best.
1: Yeah. Credit to Eli Manning for not having you know, he didn't play great. He didn't didn't play great. But uh, he didn't play too poorly, especially not in the first half.
0: Especially since Aaron Rodgers didn't lead play well either. Aaron Rodgers quarter.
1: had a really bad first 20-something minutes and then turned it the fuck on, and he was amazing down the stretch. Did you see the first touchdown pass he threw to Devontae Adams? Yes. So we talked last week, and a lot of people talk about Aaron Rodgers scrambling and making plays on the run and and scrambling out of the pocket. Man, the way he is able to manipulate the pocket is, I mean, it's right up there with the best you've ever seen. Just making guys miss. That play where he threw the touchdown to Devontae Adams, that first touchdown pass. I mean, he was able to kind of shimmy and shake, what, like three, four guys? And after holding the ball for what felt like 30 seconds, there was still nobody open. (laughs) Like, the Giants secondary at the beginning of this game did a tremendous job. There was still nobody open, and he just slinged it in there and threw Adams open, and bam, 7-6 lead. And then some shit started to happen. There was the Hail Mary, which, I mean, (laughs) Jesus.
0: How do you, I mean, like, when you watch the the replay of that, three defenders don't even jump? Like, they just stand there.
1: It was just a weird play, and it's inexcusable if you're the Giants to let someone get behind you. The, a lot of people's takes on the Aaron Rodgers Hail Mary has been fun, though, because you have a large group of people who say, like, this guy is the greatest Hail Mary thrower I've ever seen in my life, because <laughs> he's converted, like, 20 of them. I think it's been, like, three. but And then you got other people who, like, stop giving him credit for a play that is 100% luck.
0: It it, it is luck, but, like, he is, like, the king right now. He does it all the time. I
1: feel like it's about 75-25, maybe even a little bit less. It's definitely more lucky than good. But, I mean, there are plenty of ways you could fuck that up if you're Aaron Rodgers. You can throw the ball. I mean, he was only about 50 yards away, so you could easily throw that ball out of the back of the end zone or throw it a few yards short so that it doesn't reach the goal line. You can hit
0: the fucking goalpost. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of things that can
1: go wrong. and um just i mean a perfect hail mary ball what happens after that obviously has nothing to do with but just to give you guy put to put it in a, a spot to give your guy an opportunity i mean he's doing something right i yeah. feel like a, a luck is involved heavily <laughs> but you know give him some credit there the biggest the biggest thing for the giants was uh drc going down because they just couldn't cover anyone that after that they they completely fell apart in the secondary and the you know packers won the game after that
0: and the packers uh, lost Jordy so, Nelson, Nelson, yeah.
1: Who is questionable at this point, maybe closer to doubtful because they don't do doubtful or probable anymore. But based on what I've heard, he's at this point in time at we least. We should
0: just do possibly. <laughs> maybe.
1: Is <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Jordy fantasy update? Jordy Nelson, maybe. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's just yeah. someone with a hand going like, <laughs> yeah. side, like
1: yeah. just a picture of some guy fucking shrugging. <laughs> All right, wait. I don't know. So, yeah, uh, based on what I've heard, he's closer to doubtful than anything else. But, you know, Rodgers made plays after he left the game. This is going to be a fun one, man. This is good. I mean, it's not going to be fun for me because it's (laughs) not going to be fun. But uh, it's a completely different Packers team than what we saw in the first matchup between these two. The key for the Cowboys, everyone's going to talk about Dak. This is Ezekiel Elliott's it's game. Like, yeah. he, he needs to control this game. That he needs to be the reason why they're going to win. They need to play you ball control. control the clock. Yeah. They need to keep time of possession in their favor. They keep can't Aaron let Aaron Rodgers Rogers, off the field. Absolutely. Yeah, they can't. They can't the let Rodgers torch the suspect secondary. So it's going to be about Ezekiel Elliott. It's going to be an interesting game, man. Uh, right now, the spread is Cowboys minus four. I am not fucking picking this game because I don't <laughs> want the... I don't want... I just don't want to. I don't want to. There's nothing... <laughs> there's no positive in it for me if I pick this game either way, so I'm just going to stay away from it. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be... at least. Thankfully, the Cowboys game is on last, so if they... Uh, if they lose, it won't ruin everything else for me. I'll be able to watch the first three games first uh, without any kind of... Crazy. Yeah, <laughs> Crazy. Any, anything just digging at me or, or making me suicidal or anything like that. But yeah, so fun uh, fun wildcard weekend. Not in terms of close games, but hey, the Giants lost. Fuck the Giants. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I have no problem saying that. I have no problem. It was like five minutes after the Giants lost, someone jumped on Facebook and Giants fan. It was like, here come all the out-of-town or you know New York-based team not a fan of the Giants. Whatever the fuck you said. Here come all the people who live in New York but aren't Giants fans shitting on the Giants. And you know what? I didn't say a word on Facebook. I was super classy about it. <laughs> Did not say anything.
0: You just typed in, I applaud your efforts.
1: <laughs> good job, good effort. But you know what? No one's going to be classy if the Cowboys lose. It's going to be... Fuck, man. The Giants are gonna Giants fans are going to feel like they won the Super Bowl as soon as, it, you know, God forbid the Cowboys lose. So, I have no reason to be classy about it. I have no reason to take the high road. Fuck the Giants. I'm glad you lost.
0: <laughs> Adios, amigos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See you next year. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's
1: all I got for football. Let's go to football.
0: All right, we're going to go to my football. So, we had a lot of good soccer stuff this past few days. We took a break from the Premier League. We did uh, some... FA Cups. So essentially, what the FA Cup is, it's a a tournament in England where all the all the football soccer teams in England can compete for one trophy. So uh, a big club might be playing like a little club. For example, a couple of years ago, Chelsea played this low tier team where one player on the Chelsea staff made more money in a week than the whole team made the whole year. So it was like one of those cool things where like you know, little am- little teams get to play the big guys. It's it's a lot of fun, and what teams like to do in this, they like to play their young players or they play their secondary team players. So, you get a chance to see people play who haven't played in a long time. So it's it's very exciting to see. Manchester United won. They won four to nothing. They played Reading, who is in the championship. So it's a lower. It's not the Premier League. It's the one below their league. So Manchester wiped them up four nothing. It was a fantastic game to watch. Very proud of them right now. I, I'm gonna go back and say it, Joe. I told you a couple weeks ago that the Tottenham win would be the changing point for our whole season, and it is. Like this is, they're on fire right now, and if they continue, everyone in the Premier League is in trouble. I've been saying it for months. Once they start get clicking, it's gonna be just a lot, a lot of bad stuff happening on a uh, on our end. But. <laughs> But big news for United fans is that Wayne Rooney played this game, and he's scored a goal, which tied the all-time record for goal-score leader for Manchester United. He's up to 249 goals, and he's tied with Sir Bobby Charlton. So, got to see that, which was awesome for me, being a big Wayne Rooney fan. So, next goal he scores, he'll be the all-time leader for the club, and... I personally think it's going to be important because he probably won't be with us next year.
1: Mm. Yeah. Is he going to is
0: he coming to America. <laughs> you know, there's rumors. <clears throat> there's rumors that he's either going to go to the MLS or even maybe China because of course everyone's going to China now. But yeah, I think he's um you know, he's my favorite player and I think that honestly he needs uh he's not going to start anymore. He's not gonna be able to play the the style of play that we're gonna try and do and he's just he doesn't have it anymore, man. I hate to say it.
1: He'd be a great fit for the New York City football club.
0: Yes he would. Yes he would. I'd love to see him play in America because he has the ability it's it's crazy. Like he's one of the most he's one of those guys where he's like an enigma, you know what I'm saying? Like people either love him or they hate him. They think he's overrated or think he's underrated. Like, he's always one of those players where like you just can never really like He's never considered a top tier, but he's never, like, looked over. Like, it's just weird. He's always been, like, one of those players who, like, he's he has greatness about him, but it's hard to find it sometimes. You know, like, his one-touch passes were ridiculous. Like, they were amazing. His interlocking passing was, you know, the best I've seen in a long time from him. And... You know, it's just—it's sorry to say because you have someone like Zlatan who is putting up a goal every freaking game, and he's—he's not going to be able to start. So that's my uh, my Wayne Rooney little outburst there. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to talk two things about Liverpool. All right. First one is during this FA Cup game, they started the youngest average squad in their history in this game. So it was pretty interesting to see that. Do they not give a shit about winning? I guess.
1: Well, or is Klopp, this is just.
0: Klopp one to give a chance to the youngsters. To yeah, play. you got to play
1: them sometimes. This yeah. is a pretty good spot to do it, I guess. Exactly.
0: I mean, you play a ridiculous amount of games a year. Like, especially if you're in Liverpool, you're playing Premier League, you're playing Europa League, you're playing Cups, you're playing all. You, you got to give the youngsters a chance to shine and to give your first team a break. But the big controversy that's been going on with the Liverpool have you seen the whole tickle and wet willy thing? No. So, a defender on the team they were playing against, named Sonny Bradley, plays for Plymouth. During a set piece from a corner kick, he was guarding Amir Khan. The first thing that he did was he put his hand under his armpit and began to tickle Amir Khan. I like it. (laughs) Um, Khan just shrugs him off, whatever. They don't kick the ball yet. So, what does Bradley do? He proceeds to put his finger in his mouth, lick his finger, and then put it into the ear of Amir Khan. And, of course, Khan, being German, just fucking flips out on him. (laughs) As I would. As he would, yeah. And he's going crazy, and the refs don't see it, so they don't call it. And then the other guy just looks over and is like, I didn't do anything.
1: (laughs) So this is basically Lance Stevenson blowing in LeBron James' ear? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Except what?
0: Exactly. And it's on camera. You can see the whole video on YouTube on everything. It's it's hilarious and you're like, "How is that not called?"
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> not in the rules, I guess. Nowhere in the rules. It say like you can uh wet Willy somewhere. Yeah, exactly.
0: So. Also, Ronaldo was crowned as the FIFA player of the year. I did see that. So that was big. I kind of had I mean, everyone knew it was going to happen. He he won you know, a different award a couple of months ago. So right. it was, it was anticipated. Lionel Messi did not even bother going to the ceremony because he knew he wasn't gonna win. But there was a really funny video on Facebook I shared. It was the ending scene of the Karate Kid, and it had Ronaldo's face on. um, What's the guy's name the Karate Kid? The Ralph Macchio's character. Yeah. So the, he does like the fucking crown uh, crane kick in the face, and then um, he's Danny Larusso for the record, huh? Daniel Larissa. Yeah, yeah, thank you. So he kicks him in the face, and then Ronaldo's, like, celebrating, jumping up and down, and fucking the other opponent's guy is, you know, Messi's face, handing him the trophy. <laughs> and you're like, that is, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a lot of, a lot of good games. Um, tomorrow we have some League Cup play. So essentially what that is is another mini-tournament in the within the Premier League and England squad teams. So it's what it, what the league cup is it's another mini tournament with all English teams so you have the FA Cup and the league cup so it's kind of like two tournaments within it's kind of confusing i don't know why they do that They're like the only country who have multiple tournaments within it's kind of crazy Every every country has their own their own tournament within the league and the country but England has two so it's kind of confusing to keep track of whatever they're doing A lot of football <laughs> lot of football but we do have some pretty good games for this weekend, which we return back to Premier Action. So, I didn't do very well with my last pick. I was 1-2. and two. So, I'm looking for another bounce back week. So, let me go ahead and give you guys my picks for this week. Okay, so my first pick for this upcoming weekend is 12th place Burnley at home to 10th place Southampton. I'm actually going to pick the underdog in this, which is the home team. I'm going with Burnley. Here's why. Burnley has 22 out of the 23 points this season at home. That's right, guys. That's 96% of their total points coming from their home stadium. They have the 5th best home record in the Premier League and they've had the best start they've ever had in the Premier League, being 12th place at this point in their season. Southampton, on the other hand, is not looking too good. They have 9 points in their last 10 away games, which is really not great they've lost the past 3 in a row and they've given up nine goals in the process they also still cannot score goals they are tied for the third lowest goals in the premier league and if speculation is right they're going to be losing their captain jose fonte who is their rock in the defense so they have a lot of internal issues right now they cannot score they're underperforming like i've said they've one of the biggest underperformers this season I'm going with the home dogs. Believe it or not, Burnley is the underdog in this. If you bet 10, that'll get you 35. For my second game, I'm going with 14th place Wofford at home to 16th place Middlesbrough. I am actually betting the draw. Here's why. Wofford has not won a game since early December. They've only taken one point away from their last five games. They've given up the 5th most goals in the Premier League. They actually have a minus 2 goal differential at home. Middlesbrough, on the other hand, is shockingly one of the best defenses in the whole league. They've only given up 22 goals this season, which is, believe it or not, the same amount as Arsenal. But guess what? They have a Southampton problem. They cannot score any goals. They are tied for the lowest goal amount in the Premier League this season. I mean, Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace, who is actually below them in the table, has scored more goals this year just on the road. However, Middlesbrough does have a solid defense, as I said, and they're going to be playing against Wofford, who is struggling with in front of goal. I don't see a lot of goals being scored. Believe it or not, I don't see any goals being scored. I'm going to bet the draw. Bet the draw, 10 will get you 31. My last game picked... It's going to be a controversial one because I know Joe loves his Liverpool. I love my United, but guess what? United over Liverpool. That's right. I'm betting 6th place Manchester United to take the win against 2nd place Liverpool. You want to know why? Because we're on fire. That's right. We are on the best streak right now in the Premier League since, since Alex Ferguson. We have the 3rd best defense in the league. We've only lost one game at home this season. Rooney... If he plays this Sunday, will look so hard to break the Manchester United record against the team he hates the most above all, and that's Liverpool. However, Liverpool, being the third best away team this season, is missing Sadio Mane, who is going away for the African Cup of Nations. That is a big loss for them. That's nine goals and four assists he has this season. Look for Liverpool to try their hardest to unlock that Man U defense. But Man U, on the other hand... I think their attack is just going to be too much for the shaky Liverpool defense and shaky Liverpool goalie situation. I see Man U taking this away. Bet the 10, that'll get you 22. And that's my picks for this week.
1: All right, awesome. So looking, looking for a big bounce back week from you.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, so
1: let's move on to baseball. So we yeah. got new, uh, some, some... Uh, what's been a pretty, uh... I don't know. I'm looking for a better word, but fuck it, boring. Uh off season so far in in Major League Baseball. Got a little bit to talk about today though.
0: Yeah. Like we I know the collective bargaining agreement came out a few weeks ago, but it really it's been very like quiet. Like not a lot of people have been talking about it, but it's actually really really big. Like yeah. it's got a lot of stuff in there. And I'm basically going to, Joe hasn't read about it yet, so I'm going to go ahead and go over it a little bit. No. Of course, you have like the stupid stuff where it's like, oh, this is increasing a little bit. or like, But like some of the big things that I'm going to talk about. So one of the big things that really I disagree with is the fact that the the winner of the All-Star game will no longer be determining home field advantage. You don't like that? I, no, I like that. I think they should do that. It's it's fun. It brings some value to the All-Star Game. But... I don't
1: give a shit about value to <laughs> the All-Star Game, though. <no. laughs> Baseball's the only sport that's so up its own ass that it thinks that an exhibition game needs to mean something. Was I the only one who didn't give a shit about the tie? Yeah, I didn't give a shit about the tie either. I don't, I, I don't know. I always thought that I hated it. I've, I've hated this role since they came up with it. Oh, I
0: don't like it? Oh, I like it. No, that. no. So now it's changed to whoever has the higher... Winning percentage in the le- during play will yeah. be home field. Right I feel now. like
1: that's how it should be, man. I gotta be honest.
0: Yeah. So in the All Star Game, basically now whoever whatever team wins the All Star Game will split an equal share of a six hundred forty thousand dollars bonus. So all players will have to take that and, and split it.
1: Baseball arguably has the best All Star Game right now. Yes. Basketball is good, but no one plays defense, and it's a weird game. And the the day before with the dunk contest and the three point contest More and exciting. the skills competition is really the highlight of the weekend. The Pro Bowl is and always has been a fucking joke. And then the I, I mean the, they're gonna
0: do away with the Pro Bowl.
1: They really just should. I don't. I don't. I've never really. I haven't watched it enough to really have an opinion on it. But I, I don't hear too many complaints about it. I don't hear a ton of praise about it. I think baseball's this sport that does it right because there's only so many ways you can change the game whereas like basketball and and football you're watching a completely different game than you are for for the rest of the season baseball's the closest baseball's all-star game is the closest thing to the the regular product which i appreciate the only difference is you have pitchers changing and a lot of substitutions and stuff like that but i'm fine with it give guys a chance to get in the game and. Yeah, I, I never really thought that baseball's All Star Game had an issue. Like I said, I didn't. I I was not bothered by the tie, and I'm I'm glad they're doing that.
0: Hmm. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I think the All Star Game is probably the best in baseball out of all the other sports. But you know what else is pretty cool? The MLS All Star Game. Because oh yeah. What they do is they bring a team from Europe to play against the MLS All Stars. So I know a few years ago they had Manchester United be the team who played the MLS All Stars. Oh, that's interesting. And it was really it's really cool because you. I mean, I hate to say it, but you got to see, like, what the best in America can do against, you know, European teams.
1: Yeah. Well, didn't... I don't know if they still do this. I just... I don't pay attention to hockey closely enough. I wish I did, but I know for a while they did, like, North America versus the world. I don't know if they still uh, do that. Yeah, I'm not sure either. They might.
0: I do like the um, the thing where they do the, the, the outside game. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Yeah, that, yeah. I like that, too. Yeah. All right, so also another thing that they changed is there's no longer a 15-day DL. It's now been changed to 10 days. Okay, interesting. So the minimum is no longer 15. It's been changed to 10.
1: Which I agree
0: with. I mean, some of these things are kind of stupid. Like, if a guy, you know, sprains his ankle, he's got to be out for 15 games. Like, he can only, you know, I mean, fuck, sprain ankles hurt, but come on.
1: Yeah, I guess the drawback of that is like... You know, when you have a guy on the DL for only 15 days, and you're you're making roster moves, and you're you're taking a Triple A guy and making him fly all the way over the, you know, and and now it's just cutting five days off his <laughs> off Tough his is, yeah. MLB stint. I guess uh, it kind of sucks for them, I guess a little bit, but I it benefits the the major league team uh, in the long run, I suppose.
0: Got the call. I gotta go. <laughs> the luxury tax has also been increased. So it went from $189 million to this year, it's going to be $195 million and every year it's going to go up. So that's good as Yankee fans that we're <laughs> our luxury tax is, not going to, is going to go up a little bit. And that's what Hank, I think it was Hank or Hal, one of them actually said that that's what they want to do. They want to make sure they're under the luxury tax this year.
1: Yeah, that's been the thing for the past couple of years, yeah.
0: Which I, I agree with, I mean, because it's pretty crazy. You're paying almost 30%, you know, almost every year. Yeah,
1: And whatever, it's not our money, and they God knows they have it, but... I mean the strategy that they've used to stay under the luxury tax has led to this you know this rejuvenation and this youth movement for for the team and I don't know if you saw but they just released uh the rankings of all the all the major league
0: farm systems right farm
1: systems and yeah. the Yankees are number 1 number right one. now mm-hmm. so yeah. I mean, if staying under the luxury tax, which I know a lot of people were kind of pissed about as Yankee fans when they first started that initiative, it's really worked out in our favor. Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, like we said in the past, I got to give Brian Cashman credit. In one one night, we went from being like one of the worst farm systems to being the best in the league. Yeah. You know, and it's also good because, you know, if we want to go out and get a player, we have some, you know, pieces if we ever want to move them, which is also another thing I want to talk about is that. We, If you sign a free agent, you no longer lose your draft pick. Oh, okay. Which I always thought that rule was kind of strange. And baseball is one of those things where the draft has actually become more important through the years. You know, a lot of people used to see the MLB draft as just a way of getting college kids, a team, you know, just throw them in the system, whatever. But, like... No, the drafts actually becoming a really big. They're starting of to pay more attention to the draft, than yeah, you know, like other sports would. Yeah,
1: and I mean the draft has always been important. Obviously, the biggest difference between baseball's draft and other sports is that when you draft these kids, you're not going to see him, you know, in the show for a handful of years. You know, so it's tough to get excited about guys as as opposed to basketball and football, where you're going to see them on the team the following year. So I, I think that's why people don't. People don't get quite as excited about the the Major League draft, but, you know, still still definitely important, and we've seen a lot of guys, you know, we've seen a lot of guys like the Yankees have drafted come up through the farm system and and become, you know, big names for the team. So, it, it's fun to keep track of and, and track these guys as they go through their, their minor league career.
0: Yeah, exactly. One of the things that kind of caused a little bit of controversy... It's because from now on, any type of foreign players have to be at least 25 to be considered to become a major league player, hmm. which is kind of strange, which I was like, okay. Yeah. But it's big because there was a guy named Shohei Otani, who is a pitcher, and he's also really good at hitting. He's only 23, so a lot of teams were starting to look at him, and now he has to wait two more years before he can come over.
1: What's the logic behind that? I don't, Do they explain? No,
0: I have no idea. I never really understood that. I think if you're, if you're, you know, if you're good, you can play at any age.
1: Yeah, I, I'm sure there was a reason for why they did that. I'd have to read into it a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, understand the whole draft thing with NBA, like spend one year, that makes sense. You know, go to college from one year, that makes sense. But this doesn't really either. There's some other little things in there. One of the things that they're talking about is they're actually gonna possibly include a pitch clock. I like it, so from here on out, when a pitcher is getting ready to pitch to the batter, he's gonna have a clock in the background, like like clocking down how much time he has. I agree with that a hundred percent, yeah,
1: speed the shit up. Yeah, Everyone's been talking about it for so long, and they haven't done anything to to contribute to that, so let's let's go
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. um there's gonna be increased testing for. HGH just gonna be increased ah. testing for stimulants. Ah. You know, things like that. Um
1: Let them juice. Let <laughs> them, them juice.
0: <laughs> there is you know, there's other little stuff. You know, they increase the average, the minimum salary, of course, has gone up. Um you know, increased revenue for each team, things like that. But those are the big takeaways from the the new C B A that I wanted to talk about. All right, interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely going to be some subtle shifts to the game this year. But yeah, I'm the biggest thing I'm a fan of. I'm sorry if you're not, but I really like the All Star game going back to just being a, a fun exhibition. And you know, especially like if you're if you're a Yankee fan, or you know, I know the Yankees didn't make the playoffs this year, but if you're a a fan of a team who actually is a contender, like I don't know, do do you want? Do you want guys on like the crappiest teams <laughs> deciding whether or not you're gonna get home field advantage? I don't know. I appreciate I appreciate it just going back to to just being a, a
0: fun fun game. Do they still have the rule where at least one player has to be selected from each team? I believe so. I like that. Yeah. I think that's something that's very, you know that's good. We should definitely have that.
1: Yeah. You have enough roster spots to do it. Like the basketball, you definitely, you know, you just don't, but uh
0: Yeah, I think they said that they're actually going to increase the roster spots now too for the All-Star game. Huh. Yeah. All right. Besides that, what do you think about Encarnacion going to the Cleveland Indians?
1: Good pickup for them. I mean, it's uh, what was the what was the the contract? Do you have it?
0: Look it up right now, but I was just very shocked that, you know, they were able to get him. You know, it was a 3-year, 60 million dollar contract. And I was just surprised Cleveland goes out and spends that much. You know, I understand that Cleveland is now starting to become a contender, but three years, sixty million—that's kind of. Um, I mean, that's what we were we were expecting him to get that much. I just didn't think Cleveland had.
1: I mean, good for them for making a move. Definitely makes the American League more. Yeah, well, makes it makes throw. them makes them a powerhouse, and it gets them out of it gets them out of the AL East, which I guess is good. Speaking of that,
0: Jose Bautista still doesn't have a team, huh? Yo, I, t- I put this on Facebook a couple of weeks ago, and I got fucking ripped apart for this. I'm telling you right now, if I'm the New York Yankees, I'm fucking looking at Jose Patista. I don't care what anybody says. Like, I had an argument with my brother. Like, of course, everyone hates his guts because of he's an arrogant person or whatever. I don't care. Oh, he
1: flips bats. Yeah, Get I- over it. I don't care. You know who else has a little bit of an attitude? Bryce Harper. And no one's going to give a shit if we sign him next year. Yeah, so get used
0: to it. A billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, you're the Yankees, and he doesn't have a team yet. I would throw a fucking one-year, $13 million contract at him like Matt Holiday has. Well, I mean, dude, if he puts up 30 home runs, which he definitely, definitely could, that's what Yankee fans have to understand is that, yes, we have these young guys. We don't have any guaranteed runs yet. We really don't. I mean, Matt Holiday is, is a gamble right now. He really is. The only person I really see putting up the numbers is going to be Sanchez. And maybe Castro gives us 20 home runs. But, like, hell. Yeah. $13 million gives me 30 home runs. I'm taking it.
1: Yeah. I don't know. The uh, It might not be – See, like, I know some fans don't like him, but some of the stuff I've read – kind of goes into detail about how he's not the best locker room guy. And he kind of has some temper issues that make their way that, that have an impact on the rest of the team. Like I read a thing uh, on ESPN where uh, Steve Phillips, who used to be the the Mets GM and works for, I think he's MLB network now said that, you know, sometimes he, he's got a chip on his shoulder a little bit. And sometimes when, when he gets going, you know they've said like some of the some of the guys in the clubhouse have to kind of walk on i think walk on eggshells was the was mm. the term that was used so if if gms are are thinking you know it's not just about the money it's not just about the the decline in his age and the or, you know I should say the potential decline in his age and they're just concerned about chemistry issues and him being a shitty teammate Maybe that's why he's not signed yet. Yeah,
0: well, another thing you got to think about and look at is he's a free agent. He spent a long time with the Blue Jays. You would think at this point, if he doesn't have a suitor, his old team would have taken him back. If his old team is not taking him back, there's something there.
1: That's Yeah, that's what uh, That's what I think Phillips was getting at is they just uh, they think that it's going to be a better environment with him not there. And if they think that, I'm sure that's gotten around to other clubs, and that's why we find ourselves here.
0: He'll find his way to a team, I think, though. Oh course, I mean he's his, uh, he's yeah. got him, Yeah, he's got it. I mean, he's 36 years old. He can still put up some numbers. So, I think he finds his way probably to like maybe Tampa, maybe Baltimore, something like that. He'll he'll probably stay in the American League East though. I don't, yeah. I don't see him going to the National League. Yeah,
1: I mean, we'll see. Just don't go to Boston. Don't be that guy. Yeah, don't be that guy.
0: All right, so we're going to move away from sports, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Golden Globes. But before we do that, I want to tell you about a funny thing that I heard over in Germany.
1: Andrew, I love funny <laughs> things. <laughs> Bring it.
0: Oh, God. Okay, so this is a true story. This is You can go online. You can find this. So prostitution is legal in Germany, as in many st- countries are starting to kind of you know, warm up the idea of legalizing prostitution. So, prostitutes in Germany have been offering their services to nursing homes, to people who are disabled and are not able to perform sexually on their own. If these prostitutes perform these acts as a service, because they're, they're not being charged, they're doing it as a service.
1: Oh, so they're donating. They're
0: donating. Okay. The German government has come out and said that they can actually use them as tax write-offs.
1: <laughs> as you can for most charity. Yes. Huh. So,
0: prostitutes, if they perform free services, they can write it off on their taxes and get credit for it. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just curious to know, like, what's the grading system on that, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, <laughs>
1: like one eight seven seven, <laughs> <laughs> I just Germany's fucking crazy, man, you know what though? it's not just Germany, we're the ones that are different, if yeah, you never really look around at the rest of the world.
0: It's weird, everything that we as Americans think is immoral, other parts in in the world have taken that. And have made it acceptable.
1: Well, we're like the most stuck up country.
0: Oh, we really are. Yeah. Which
1: like, is not, you know, it's whatever. There's a lot of things about America that are, <laughs> you know, much better than a lot of other places. So yeah. not to shit on America, but yeah, we're we're a little we're a little stuck up. We're a little prude.
0: Yeah, like there's things that we hear like for instance marijuana, like if you go anywhere in Europe, like that's just legalized and they control it very well. You know, like who was it? Um, Canada has, I believe it's one of the biggest gun populations in the world, but they have one of the lowest crime rates, you know? So it's just really, it's really weird. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, I don't know. I mean, you definitely want to draw the line somewhere. I'm not saying legalize meth, but like anything that gets, anything that you can tax and raise revenue on is... You know, if it's borderline, like, that's why, like, the marijuana thing has always, like, that's been the biggest argument is, like, not only does it have a ton of medical benefits for people with cancer and people with MS and all these things, I mean, just the good it would do for the economy, being able to tax it and regulate Mm -hmm. it and allow the government to make money off of it, I mean, shit, why Mm -hmm. not?
0: Yeah, I mean, I like, feel like the
1: positives just outweigh the benefits. Or, I'm sorry, I feel like the positives just outweigh the negatives in some of these situations. I'm, not, I don't know, I, like I'm not sitting here saying that we should legalize prostitution because I don't, I don't think we're ready for that. No, as a no, check. no. But, um, but
0: just remember, it's been a, it's the oldest, oldest profession in the world.
1: <laughs> yeah, they do say that.
0: It's, it's been around for you know since time.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean good for you germany
0: yeah so i was like write that shit off you <laughs> know what makes me you know what made me really interesting is like in the article that i was reading they also said that also this is also coming off germany government also saying that they're cracking down on human trafficking oh no. so it's like not only are they offering not you know, a bad tax, idea <laughs> tax write-offs or else saying we're gonna clean up the department <laughs> hey yeah
1: I think, I think that's a pretty good global initiative, maybe, to track
0: down, crack yeah. down on human trafficking. Exactly, yep, yeah, exactly. All right, so we're going to go move on to from German sex craziness to the Golden Globes just happened. And me and Joe were very way off on one of our predictions. <laughs> very way off. But Joe got a chance to watch it, Joe. What did you think of it? All
1: right, so I'm trying to figure out how I want to go through this. The prediction we were off on that you're that you're uh, hinting at is the the best television drama. The reason we didn't get that, I I had said in the previous podcast that again that I had seen every one of those series except for The Crown, so I didn't really know where to put The Crown. So of co- who ended up winning, Joe? That'd be The Crown. <laughs> so like we knew a couple things. We knew Thrones wasn't going to win because we just knew it wasn't going to win. We knew sh- we had a feeling Stranger Things wasn't going to. Yeah. N- be there we knew westworld was going to be in it we knew this is us was possibly going to be in it i just didn't have an opinion on the crown because i had never seen it but apparently people like it and uh yeah they they took home they took it home for this one
0: we both what thought else? westworld had a good shot
1: yeah 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 it's uh, someone made i heard someone make the point that like they should really just change the name of the award to best new show because they tend to give it to a rookie show more often than not. Oh, really? I know and that. maybe maybe that's the, the way to go. Because if you're just, like, we talked about it last week. It's kind of like how like LeBron can't win the MVP every year because at some point people just get sick of voting for LeBron, even though he's probably still the best player in basketball. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones should probably win every year, but uh, I understand why they don't, you know? Yeah. So we got that. La La Land cleaned up.
0: Yep, that, I mean, I was saying before, I'm not a, I was saying this to Joe before, I'm not a big guy on musicals, but, like, I kind of want to see that. I'm kind of interested in seeing how Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling did, because it looks kind of cool.
1: I'm a huge Emma Stone fan. How are, how do you feel about Emma Stone? I love Emma Stone. Okay, good. I like Gosling, too.
0: I'm okay with Gosling. I'm kind of iffy with him. I know you were saying that he should be the next Han Solo, but I'm kind of iffy on him.
1: Yeah. John Legend's in it. A few other people. It's, I mean, I'm not a musical guy, and I've never been to L.A., I don't know if I would like it <laughs> as much as some other people like it, but it's worth checking out. It's one of those things when like you're going through the awards and you're kinda like I haven't seen most of the stuff that they went through last yeah. night. But it kinda makes me wanna like, ah, I should check this out. I should go out of my way to look at this, you know? Like Nocturnal Animals is something we've talked about that I really I wanted to see. see. That, yeah. They what did they win?
0: Best movie to watch at night.
1: <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> they won something, I forget what it was. Uh
0: Gosling also won.
1: Gosling won for Best Actor, yep.
0: We had Atlanta won for Best. Did you see anything on Facebook where it was like, I know you guys are giving Ryan Gosling the Best Actor award, but don't forget he was fucking shitty on on the Titans. Oh, he was an
1: absolute liability at <laughs> cornerback, <laughs> yeah. Which I, I, I don't want to take credit for that meme because I obviously can't, but I definitely made that joke like quite a few years oh, ago. Oh, you did? Yeah, I remember <laughs> specifically making that joke. Uh, what else was a note? So, people vs. OJ. People vs. OJ, yeah. I ride so hard for my girl Sarah Paulson, yes. and I'm yes. so glad that she won because that's one of those things. Like, Golden Globes, and people can look at it different ways, but what people say about the Golden Globes is, like, sometimes you get these surprise wins that you're never going to see at, at like, the Emmys or the Oscars, and part of that is cool because it keeps you on your toes and it makes things a little bit exciting. There's some drawbacks to it. People say this is a thing because the apparently the Hollywood foreign press are super easy to buy off. <laughs> so there's there's some drawbacks to it. But like Sarah Paulson's the type of person, like I don't know if she gets the credit that that she should as an actress. And I watch her a lot. Maybe I'm biased because I watch every season of American Horror Story. I watch like the O. J. thing was one of my favorite shows over the course of the last year. And I think she's sensational in she's, everything yeah, she does. Yeah, she's phenomenal. So I was happy to see that. Again, Atlanta won for best best comedy or musical series. The highlight of the night for me was Donald Glover getting up there and giving um, a really charming speech, I thought, and went out of his way to thank Migos, not for being on his show, but he just he just thanked Migos for making Bad and Bougie because it's a great song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which really made me like Donald Glover even more than I already did. So I'm glad he got and he that's one of those people where like you can tell what people are like genuinely surprised that they win yeah. and he was one of them. I th- I thought he was really good. He was your guy. He, he came off really likable.
0: He was your winner of 2016 for just person of the year. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, I don't know how much you know about Atlanta, but he stars in it, he writes it, he directs it. Like, he went to FX, I was reading a little bit about this, he went to FX, and they're like, what can we do? And he's like, don't do anything. Like, give me a house, and it's going to be me and my friends are going to write it. Like, I'll get all the actors, I'm going to do everything. You just have to give me some money and a house, and I got this from here. So not only that, he ran one of the most successful shows of the year by himself, but he also put out an album this year. So, yeah, that's, I'm a, I'm a big Donald Glover guy. What else happened?
0: Well, I don't know if you heard, but he's also supposed to be the young Lando Calrissian in yep. the new Star Wars movie. Yep. That's gonna be dope.
1: No, he's having, he's doing some amazing things, man. I'm rooting for him hard. What's his,
0: what's his like um, music style? Like, is he he
1: have, Ch- childish Gambino? Is
0: oh, that's his the name? the rapper. Yep. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I know he put about. out. Uh, it wasn't like the greatest album ever that he he dropped an album in December. Kind of like a funk album. It was solid. It wasn't the greatest thing I've ever heard. But
0: wasn't bad. Did you see the movie The Martian? Nah, never saw that. He had a part in The Martian, and I remember seeing him and I'm like, Who the hell is this guy? He looks so familiar. And then I remember I was like, Oh, that's Donald Glover. He had like a like a little side bit in The Martian, but when he was on screen I thought he was fucking awesome. Like He yeah, was no. just like he killed it.
1: He's great. Big night for Atlanta. The city, not the show. Well, both. <laughs>
0: It was Everything funny. Atlanta. It was funny. In the movie, they're like, he's like an expert, but he's like a genius scientist who's not like in the mainstream. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm explaining to you guys how you're going to save these astronauts. And the guy's like, Who are you? And he's like, My name's this. He's like, Who are you? And he's like, I'm The director of NASA. And he's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> he's like, yeah, okay, <laughs>
1: Yeah. What else happened? I don't want to talk about the Meryl Streep thing, really, because it, people are just making too big of a deal about it.
0: You, Laurie, won for Night Manager, which is a lot of, um, you know, House fans are excited for.
1: Yeah. I I always, any anytime he speaks at, like, an award show or an interview, I always imagine a lot of people watching it. I just think it's fun to imagine people watching him and go, holy shit, House has a British accent? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there, there's that. Oh, what's his name from uh, Hiddleston? Hiddleston? Tom, Tom Hiddleston? Tom Hiddleston gave a really, uh, Loki, right? Yeah. He gave a really bad and self-serving speech that a lot of people, um, <laughs> hated him for. And it was, I don't know if it was like Anne Hathaway levels of disastrous award speeches, but a lot of, you know, they always have the shots where like they pan to the crowd and like a lot of just confused looks. Like even the stranger things kids were like, what the fuck is this guy doing right now? <laughs> stranger things kids. Very much underutilized last night. I wanted to see them more. Yeah, yeah. Not enough shots of those guys.
0: When they were at Comic Con, I heard uh, the girl who played Eleven. She was like such a sweetheart. They said.
1: Yeah, yeah. They they should have did more with them. Fallon sucked. Really? Fallon, I hate anyway. Yeah, he's fucking typical Fallon. Like, didn't say anything interesting. Hmm. Didn't say anything controversial, which is fine. But at least be interesting. it's an awards
0: show. You got to be controversial. Yeah.
1: And it, he he came. You know he came. He threw, like, the softest baby punches when he did try to do stuff, and it was just... Like, he disappeared at one point for what felt like an hour and a half, and, like, no one misses him, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, I've I just never been a big Fallon guy. His monologue was super forgettable and, yeah, just didn't really bring anything to the I table. I feel like
0: it's tough to be a host of awards. Either. Oh, no, I'm, not saying it's, it's, cause, I'm I mean, not saying it's not, but... No matter what you do, people are always going to find... That you went over some sort of a line. No matter what you do when you're fucking hosted, they find something. Like, when Chris Rock did the um, awards last year and the whole, like, Will Smith thing, like, he went overboard with that. Like, too much. Right. You know, and... I I even when that happened, I'm like, dude, you gotta cut, you gotta tone it down. It's
1: extremely hard to do a good job hosting any kind of award show. Yeah. Billy Crystal um,
0: is probably the, the best person.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like Gervais, a lot of people liked. but I like, like Gervais. Gervais crossed a lot of lines, and people gave him shit for that. But like, I don't know Fallon. Fallon, I just I've never been a big fan of Fallon. Like mm-hmm. he try like save us the fucking lowbrow Donald Trump jokes. Like, you were tussling his hair three fucking weeks ago, and uh, people asked him before the show, like, are you going to take shots at Donald Trump? He was like, no one's off limits. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're Louis C.K. Like, get out of here. (laughs) You're not, you're the most pandering human being on the planet. Like, don't, don't even try. Don't even try. Just show up and compliment everyone and then walk away. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the Meryl Streep thing, like I said, I don't want to talk about it other than I'm shocked a little bit at the backlash she got. I think part of it is, like, people on the internet going, like, oh, I'm not allowed to say anything bad about Meryl Streep. Challenge accepted. (laughs) And, like, there's going in, but, like, I don't really know how you can knock her for it. Like, she's basically getting up there and is, like... I, Hollywood should be inclusive and you shouldn't make fun of disabled people. And I feel like those are two pretty good messages to pass (laughs) along. But like I said, I'm not going to, whether you're talking about it positively or negatively, like no one should really be going crazy about it. Mm -hmm. Overall, not a bad night. A lot of people that I, that I root hard for won some stuff. Mm -hmm. So like I enjoyed the show overall.
0: Year 2016 has been a good year for shows. They've had a a lot of good shows out.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think I'm missing anything. Yeah, I think that's I think that's just about it. If I missed anything big, I'm sorry, but uh, whatever. <laughs> we got to most of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll be back for Oscars and Emmys.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then our next episode, we're going to be doing a, a bunch of movies for 2017. We'll be going over how 2017 is actually shaping up to be a pretty good year for movies. So, before we wrap up, I just want to tell Joe some. Some life hacks that I found. I want to get his reaction on them. So, Joe, first of all, do you know what life hacks are? Yeah, I love life hacks, I fucking love life hacks. And I think that us as a generation of being millennials, we always tend to look online to find answers for everything. Like, I know a couple days ago, I couldn't figure out something around the house. I went on YouTube, found how to do it, and I solved the problem. So I think think Life Hacks is something that can be utilized by everybody. Yeah.
1: Dude, I, love, I like Life Hacks because I'm, like, the least handy person who's ever been born. But, like, if shit goes wrong or something breaks, like, it takes you five minutes to Google it. And yeah. there's either going to be a quick fix or a real fix. And I have shit. I'm not the smartest guy, but I can follow directions.
0: Yeah, exactly. And if you're on YouTube, you just watch the video. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to just read you off some really cool ones that I saw. Get your reaction on it. And let me know what you think. Okay. All right. So the first one is... If you want to know how your breath smells to others, you lick your wrist and you can smell it. I like that one.
1: I'm always self-conscious about my breath.
0: Yeah, I'm, yeah, you always want to know if, like, check put the gum in, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's kind of good to know.
1: Yeah, no, I like that one. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Licking my wrist, not the most fun thing in the world yeah, to do. Yeah, I'm
0: sure if you just lick anything. And... <laughs> <laughs> just lick stuff. Yeah, lick us sniff it. Exactly. If you want to use a natural teeth whitener, you can actually use a banana peel. The inside of a banana peel for two minutes. That's it. Yeah, if the the minerals in the peel will actually absorb into your teeth and whiten them. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Could save you a lot of money using those fucking. Uh, yeah, I've never fresh done that. White strips. The white strips. Yeah. Thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for good music to work to, try video games slash movie soundtracks. They're designed to provide a background noise that won't mess with concentration. Huh. I found that one very. I like that. In- You know, interesting. Yeah. Because a lot of these uh, video games have some awesome soundtracks. Like, I know I talked to you about FIFA. You know, FIFA's my favorite. Those are songs. But um, anyway, like...
1: Yeah, I know what you mean, though.
0: You know, like, a lot of video games are starting to get great soundtracks. Alright. Put a sticker... Oh, you're going to like this one coming from the banking industry. Put a sticker with a fake PIN number on your debit card. If you lose it and someone tries to use it three times or more... The machine will eat the card. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess that's good if you lose it, but you don't realize you've lost it. Exactly. Yeah. So
0: that way you know that, you know, if you lose it, it's going to be eaten. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shake a can of mixed nuts before you eat them. The large ones will always rise to the top. Just in case you ever want to eat some nuts.
1: What if I don't care about the size of the nuts I'm eating? <laughs> if I run through all the large nuts first, then I just got the small nuts
0: afterwards. Does yeah. nuts. Uh, toothpaste removes ink from your clothes. Apply them to the stain, let it dry, and then wash.
1: That I actually know. Yeah, I knew
0: that too. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. We deal with ink all the time, so we kind of know that. <laughs> um, hand sanitizer too. does the same thing on Hand sanitizer on your gets hands. like everything yeah. out, man. It gets paint off your hands. It gets a lot of stuff. I love this. When starting a game of rock, paper, scissors, always start with paper. Most people start with rock because it's the easiest shape to form with their hand.
1: Have you ever played rock, paper, scissors with me?
0: No. Uh, probably, yeah. We've probably done it in the past. I've, are you good? <laughs> My strategy
1: is to just talk so much shit <laughs> <laughs> that I, that I screw with the person just I'm the worst person to play with. People hate it. Danielle, uh, Ask Danielle next time you see her. What my rock, paper, scissors strategy is. I'm the most obnoxious <laughs> person. I'm just like, you're gonna throw rock right now. You're gonna throw rock? Rock. You know you wanna throw a rock. Paper, 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 like I'm just talking. I do not shut up you're the entire. Them. I do not shut up the entire time. I'm the worst person to play with. It's a lot of fun, though. I have a lot of success. <laughs> In case I ever need to uh, get out of a pickle using rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, if I ever right. have a big match that I need to make sure I win.
0: <laughs> it's a good skill to have. Alright. If your phone freezes... Plug it into a charger. This will free it up again. Oh, okay. I didn't know that either. All phones? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, I I got a new phone. I haven't had that freeze problem in a while. Usually with the Samsungs, I just turn the uh, lock button on, and that does it too. So yeah. For me, it works. Oh, oh, this is a good one. Open your bag of chips from the bottom as most of the flavor has sunk there. Okay. I can see that. Mm-hmm. That, that was interesting, right? All right. If you are on YouTube and you want to watch it frame by frame, you can hit the J or L button and go backward and forward. Okay. That's for people who, yeah, this is like when to watch like uh, each frame at a time. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Do you know what do they mean by that, like frame? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. A lot of people don't know what that really means. Uh, okay. Yeah. When you find yourself looking for something to eat out of boredom. Drink a very large glass of water. You will be too full to want the food.
1: That is a strategy that a lot of people use for portion control. To make sure, like, drink a lot of water while you're eating, you get full quicker.
0: Because it also confuses your stomach. Yeah. It makes you feel like it's full. Mm -hmm.
1: They say you should, like, a lot of people say have, like, a full glass of water before every meal. So that you kind of, like, check yourself.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. Are you taking notes on the computer? You should always use a weird font. Studies have shown that the uniqueness will make you remember the notes. Huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I found that very interesting. Mm-hmm. Drop a battery from six inches off the ground. If they give one small bounce and fall over, they're good. If they bounce around more than that, then it means they're dead or on their way out.
1: Yo, they still make those batteries where you can, like, hold down the button, like, hold down the pressure points on the battery, and it'll show you, like, how much juice it has this left. That should
0: never work, dude. Nah? I never use that thing, no. <sighs> It's so dumb. And everyone thinks that if you put a battery in the freezer, it actually recharges it. No.
1: Oh, yeah, that's bullshit. It's
0: bullshit. What it does is it actually freezes the cells and, like, helps them deteriorate slower. That's all it's going to do.
1: Once a battery... You can't just put more shit into a battery. Like, once it's gone, <laughs> <Yes>. it's gone. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. If you ever break a piece of glass, you put bread on it. The consistency of the bread will pick up even the smallest shards.
1: Wow. So you just put bread on the ground?
0: Mm-hmm. No shit. I didn't know either.
1: No, that's a good one.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Stop using Google.com to search information for school essays. You use scholar.google.com instead. You'll find more relevant information right away. Did not know it was a thing.
1: Maybe that should just be a general thing. Yeah. Now that we live in fake news America.
0: Exactly. <laughs> just
1: always use that shit. Just you, always. You got it. Oh, I just thought of that bread thing. You know, you shouldn't do that if you have dogs. That could be bad.
0: Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. This one I like. This is cool. This is for all the single guys out there. <laughs> if you subs- If you suspect someone's giving you the wrong phone number, you read it back to them incorrectly. If they correct you, you know it's legit.
1: Have you ever been given a wrong
0: phone number? No. No. Have you? No. All right. We don't need that.
1: (laughs) Because we're the illest mother... No. (laughs) I just... uh, Yeah. I've never come across it.
0: Yeah, me either. You don't have an Android phone, so you wouldn't appreciate that one? Yeah, read it anyway. I'm sure some people do. All right. If you lose an Android phone in your house and it's on vibrate, you can play it by going to Google Play... Android device manager, ring. Kind of cool. I actually have an app where if I lose my phone, I can actually text from someone's phone a secret word and it starts to blare my phone. What's your secret word? Don't worry about it. I think it's like ring. (laughs) Or like alarm. Bosco. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Holding the floor number and door closing button at the same time while riding an elevator will allow you to skip all the other floors. No shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Isn't that good to know? Very. hmm And this is the very last one for tonight. This is a lot of fun. I'm glad you learned some cool stuff on these life hacks. So much. hmm If you ever want to put water in a pail from the sink, cut a hole in a water bottle, hold the water bottle to the faucet, and it'll go out the other end. Makes sense. That's a really good idea. You know how many times you try to, like, put the damn bucket in the sink and it's just too fucking yeah. big, it's a pain pained ass? No, that's a good idea. I like that a lot. See, nice. This is why I like reading these things, and you learn so much.
1: Yeah, I always read it and then forget it. Yeah. <laughs> and I never use any of it. Yeah. But, you know, mental note. Yeah. Like, maybe something will come up one day.
0: Like I, re- like, I remember reading one time that if you have uh, your car battery dies, you could take aspirin and break aspirin and pour it on the battery, and it does something to where it, like, juices it back up never use it? <laughs>
1: yeah. Have you ever used a life hack? Like, in, yes. can you think of a time yes. where like some shit came in handy?
0: Yes, when I was um, painting. When you're painting, a lot of people like to use the side of the, the side of the paint can to get the paint. On. Rubber band. Rubber band. Yes,
1: I've done that one too. Yep,
0: use the rubber band.
1: Yep, that's the only one I've done. Probably.
0: <laughs> <I'm afraid laughs> I, I know I've done some other ones. Like, um, my mom told me taught me that if you. Put in a in a spray bottle like it's one part water and then the other two parts no, two parts water one part vinegar and you spray it on your windows outside it will actually um, melt the ice on your windshield. You don't even have to clean it off. Nice. That's also with plants. If you want to kill any weeds, you use vinegar, not any other crap. It's gotcha. More natural. All right cool cool that's our life hacks
1: <laughs> all right thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Tudo and joe show brought to you by series 109.com make sure you check out the website look at all our other awesome content uh again we we did a uh, we have a show coming up on friday this week where we're previewing 2017 movies so check that one out be ready for that but also go back listen to some older stuff because we got a lot of good we got a lot of good stuff if you missed any of it Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud if you haven't already. Any kind of rate, review, comment, share is much appreciated. It really helps us out a lot. If you want to follow us on social media... I am on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at jotorius 109 You can also follow Andrew on Facebook and Twitter at MrTuto. That's M-R-T-U-T-T-O. And get it at our Series 109 accounts, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Series underscore 109. And as always, if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, contribute writing, article, or get in touch with us for any reason, email us at contactseries109 at gmail.com. Thank you again so much, so, so, so much for listening. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time.
0: Bye.